anyone's looking at the stuff we have in the middle of the table here, it's all your Diana ear pads. As is the case with a lot of things we do here at Abyss, we try to do as much as we can in-house, you know? And Eric can attest to the fact that he deals with the machining process and everything that is mechanically made here, machined assembly. You deal with the assembly side of it. We assemble everything here. Um, we try to do as much as we can in-house. And we've talked about this in a past video, which we could put a link down here below this, but uh, in, in the big boys world, they call it vertical, vertical integration. You're trying to get as much as you can done in-house, and you can that way you can control everything. Your your supply when you when you need something, you can make it. You're not waiting for somebody else to make it for you, and hope you get what you want when you're in the end, right? We've talked about this. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that long ago? I think we redid a video. Yeah, it was recent. Yeah, yeah, it was a week or two ago. Last few weeks. Yeah. So this is one of those things, um, and believe it or not, I we should probably cover it a little background. But Diana, I think, has gone through. Bef prior to these ear pads, which we're going to talk about the new Diana ear pads, so this would be the third iteration of, of ear pad design for the Diana, um, which, I mean, there were two design iterations at least in the headphone itself, not to mention a plethora of headband shapes that you were rocking through early on in her design that uh, people may or may not be aware of, but now have pretty much settled down to its final resting shape and ear pad shape of the current product line, right? Maybe. It sounds no. confusing. Yeah. yeah, that was confusing. Yeah. yeah. I'm confused. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, okay. It's been the same for a long time now. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's back up on that. Yeah. 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 We've settled down uh, in the last year or two, and so things aren't really changing. But now, now it's the ear pads. And, you know, um, like like almost any company on the planet that sells earphones, most of the ear pads are made overseas, mostly in China. And so we decided we're going to see what we could do to bring this at least to the North America or this side of the of the planet in terms of production and as much as possible that we could do in-house. And it started, just some background, it started with the foam piece, interior foam piece of this thing. And we wanted to have that molded made here in the states of course like as much as possible so we you know first had to find a vendor that can make custom shaped molds custom shaped foam pieces and any kind of volume more than two pieces and uh and go from there and so we had this you originally drew a drawing in cad what we wanted for a shape what we've always wanted for a shape but for whatever reason seems nearly impossible to get and we sent it we finally found a company that said okay well we could give it a shot see if we can make this through, you know, process. Because the thing, the thing about, like, even a foam piece like this, right, that has a cut-out interior of a certain angle, um, it's beveled in a direction. There's a lot of, there's complex shapes there where you can't just take, the way they deal with foam like this is they start with a huge block of foam of this material. They don't make, they don't mold one little piece of foam, which seems like the logical way to go, mm -hmm. right? But it wouldn't work like that. Right? We tried yeah. that. We did try it's that. It's actually yeah. very difficult. It was very yeah. hard. Yeah, because from foam, foam piece tough. to foam piece, it's never going to be consistent. Mm. So they make, when they make foam, they make it in a block the size of a room. Mm. <laughs> Seriously, right? They have machines. It's big block. Huge piece yeah. of foam. And then they cut it down into whatever they consider to be a workable size. Could be a four-foot long, you know, or whatever, multi-meter big square piece of freaking foam. And then from there, they bring that down to whatever shapes you need for production or whatever, for packaging, whatever the foam's going to be used for, right? Yep. Usually it's cut. 
So yeah. they make a big block and they physically cut it with a knife shape. of some sort, mm-hmm. a wire knife, yeah, a or, wire hot knife or yeah. something or a blade, whatever. Yeah. So you think about that, right? You only have one angle to go with here. You're cutting it with a physically straight line, whatever it might be, yeah. a piece of wire or a hot metal, right? So now, how do you make a complex shape with a curt, with a beveled interior and all that stuff, with a single blade? Three D is complicated. It's mm-hmm. very difficult, right? Because it's yeah, it's a three dimensional shape. Yeah, it has. You can't. You can't. The answer is you can't. It, well, I mean, it's impractical. You could yeah. you I could mean, by hand with a scalpel. You could sit there and right. carve them away, which I think is when they're all different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're, none of them are all the same. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, actually, the the foam for the twelve sixty six box, those are just straight pieces. And when we get them in, it's from some local place here. And oh my, what that place must smell like when you open that <laughs> box from the hot knife that cuts them. Yeah, right. Oh man, it takes like a day for that to just disappear. They probably have yeah. a pretty good exhaust system yeah. in there. Yeah, it's brutal. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they're just. I mean, you got to yeah, use heat. I guess to make foam all day. Yeah. Well, to make it quick, to cut quick, you probably got to use heat, right? Otherwise, it'll bog down. And I mean, they're cutting foam all day long. You got to just go. I think they it. cut it with a hot knife. Yeah, it's probably yeah. just you like tell, a heated wire. melted edges on it. Yeah, it's probably heated wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something thin that just can go through it like yep. butter. But anyway, the, the back to this thing, just just the foam interior for this headphone took us nearly a year to develop and make have made where we actually got a finished product. Yep. It didn't get to the point where I'm like, I year. forgot we're even working on that. There's like so many. Yeah, and I mean, part of it is just you know. It's like there's, a, there's a number of parts to it, but the point is that's what it takes to get a piece like this made, believe it or not, custom made, you know. I mean, and part of the year is figuring out, the company figuring out whether they could even do it to our spec, to this shape, you know. And then part of it is there, once they get past that point, of course, we're paying for all this, right? They don't do it because they're nice guys. You have no. to pay them for their time to determine, you know. So you're talking, I mean, it was a lot of money to get to this shape. Once they get to this and they could say, okay, now we can make it. Now we can make the, 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 the they make they make their own in-house jigs to produce these in any in volume for you. And then it's not so bad after that in terms of cost, but getting there and the time just to make this one foam piece, I don't think people It's can a real understand. hassle. Yeah, I don't think people And can I don't understand how it always seems to be the case, but so many things that intrinsically look basic, simple, easy to do. Every time I contact someone, say, Hey, we're interested, we, we need this thing done this way or whatever. They always go, what? What do you want? That does, we can't do that. Right. It's like that every time. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I get that a lot. You would think things would be easier, but for whatever reason, you go to people that make things, and you want something made slightly differently, and they always go, oh, no, that's impossible. Cables and wire are always like that, too, in the past when I tried to have customized cables made. Oh, my God. It was just like, well, because you're just looking at straight guys that make wire. They're not high-end. They they're not using it the way you're intended to use it. They just, you know, they just want to know a spec. You know, right. what's the diameter of the wire? What's the gauge? How thick is the insulation? What do you want to use? They have no idea what you're doing. With yep. them. They don't really care, quite frankly, you know. And how it always <laughs> seems to go is you layer on like 14 different things that are uh, on their own complex. And so now you have this thing that they consider to be near impossible to manufacture, right? Because every one of them they could do separately. And you think, we'll just put them all together, right? Mm. But for whatever reason... It's always a big shock, and it's always a lot of problems. Or they'll or they'll do it for you, but they got to see the, the the rainbow, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah. How many How many of these right. do you need? Oh, you want a hundred million? Okay, no yeah. problem. Right. But unfortunately, we don't need a hundred million of anything. So yeah, they're like, eh, can't do it, you know. But anyway, bottom line is we did actually get this foam finally in made. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. We got which, a lot of it now. We, yeah, we got a lot of it now, which which then allowed us to go to the next step, which is making an earbud out of it. So yeah. now we still we of course the magnetic rings and stuff we already had uh we already had we dealt with that. We had that made for our other one. So the mag rings, so but now we're assembling those in house. We're installing the magnets in the house. Um, the injection molding process was really what we already had, so we didn't. But that would have been another. That would have been an easier process because that's just making a mold and somebody stamping them. Yeah, out. that's easy. Yeah, so injection molded parts are of that. That that's an easy design. Yeah, for like a flat piece like that. Yeah. So so bottom line is okay. So now we got that. We got our piece of foam. <laughs> so we got our injection molded uh, magnetic ring. Yep. So now and of course we know how to order them, and of course we know all about magnets, so we can order customized magnets for its shapes. We install the magnets now. There's like eight per ear pad or something. So now we're adding it. We're 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 doing our. We got our uh, adhesive, uh, a little foot pedal adhesive thingy, and uh, Mike goes around there and just yeah. dots some adhesive on there. We're able to put magnets in the ring. All right, assemble that. There's another layer that goes on that. Now we got it. So now now we got to make this into a good looking ear pad. Right, this piece of interior foam. So now we have to get uh, lambskin, which is what we've traditionally been using. And uh, that was the next project, right? Is of course now we're going to get lambskin skin that's made, that, that's assembled here. And we initially thought we were going to do it. That we we're going to maybe we f- hire a seamstress, somebody who knew how to use a sewing machine. Yeah. Unfortunately, none of us are good at that. Mm-hmm. We just, yeah. So we can't even train anybody. Right? We <laughs> couldn't bring them and say, "Oh, here's how you do it." <laughs> so anyway, we wound up uh, for this one. We used a, we got to use a vendor who's in North America, and he's able to make our skins for us take the skins the lamb cut it using a template or whatever whatever however he does it it's magic i don't know you know sew it together so we get the skin we get the skin that's all shaped and that that was a project in itself because we had to have him make the skin to fit over this foam and be able to wrap around and allow us to adhere it properly and all that stuff so uh, i don't know how even know how long that and then sourcing the leather Thickness, you know, color, yeah. uh, thread, even the thread. The type of thread. Everything was yeah. like, oh. Fortunately, he's an expert. Yeah. So he just basically just rocked through that, and we got that done, I don't know, in six months or so. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, that was happening concurrently while we were waiting for the foam, the final foam to be done. So we couldn't finalize that because we didn't know what the final foam shape would wind up being because we didn't know what they were capable of making. So anyway, it's amazing how much of a project this was for an ear pad. Yeah, it always seems to be the case. Everything is a little harder than you thought. Right. But in the end, they came out really nice. And not only that, we were able to put some extra touches in there that we couldn't really even have anyone else do for us because it would be going, like you said, what do you want to do? We can't do that. Mm -hmm. It took a little experimentation. Yeah. So we we played around because we like materials and we're always looking for things to to use. We we played around with different materials that we could use in coinciding with this foam interior. I call it, we poofed it out a bit. So we added a bit of a pillow top mm. layer to the existing interior foam. And, um, you know, we needed to determine how much to put, where to tuck it, how, when. You know, went through a few hundred ear pads till we got it, you know, just constantly assembling, reassembling, get the fit right. Anyway, bottom line is all that work. And now we finally have new Diana ear pads. And they've been shipping with product for months now. So... This isn't news. This isn't a news flash. Mm. They've been out there. Well, I mean, a lot of people would be unaware, but yeah, yeah they've been, they've been shipping for a while. Um, I don't know since summer or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, not everyone has summer. Like this yeah. it was probably June, 
May, something like that of this year. So anyway, everyone that's got the latest headphones got the latest ear pads. And, um, you know, and, and really, I think in terms of sound, the newer pads have a slightly bit more focus on the individual instruments. You know, so basically, soundstage is similar. You're not really losing or gaining anything, but you'll notice that there's a little more focus on the imaging here and there, which isn't dramatic. You know, and, and I mean, they seal differently than the other ones, so the other ones tend to have more of a loose fit, where these cup a little better to your head, so whether you have hair or not really decides on how good that coupling is. If you're mm. bald, you know, on the side of your head or you shave your hair, then the, obviously the headphone will get a better seal, which will change the bass response a little bit, of course, on our headphones. But bottom line is that I haven't really heard anyone say dramatic things either way. Most people seem to like the new ear That's pads. true, yeah. Nobody really yeah. said anything either way, really. No. They're pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. And we've had a number of people upgrade the pads. They've already bought the new ones. So they, again, you know, people compared the two, the old and new. And so, yeah, we didn't want to, we weren't after really, you know, changing anything dramatically in terms of sound. It was more about the fit, the finish, the feel. This lambskin is a much higher quality than what we had on the old ones. Uh, the old one, this is the old one here and. Uh, we could, if you can see it, but we'd have more of a perforated side to the, to the old style ones. The new ones are all just um, solid lambskin. There's no more perforations. We eliminated that. Um, I think primarily because the perforations just add a layer of complexity. They're uneven. You know, you get the product perforated and some have deeper perforations, others don't. So, you know, and in the end, it really didn't matter sonically. So we decided to just uh, go with solid and just make it so that the headphone, the, the ear pad had a better appearance all around. You know, there w it wasn't a variable for the materials. And, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, they're, they're a bit softer. They're a bit poofier. Uh, the interior space is about the same. They're, because they're a little more poofier, I'd say there's a little less in there, but the way they fit on your ear is, I don't know, nice and soft. We haven't heard anyone complain about the ear space. I think it's because of their softness. I it's remember. pretty similar interior volume, a little different shape, yeah. but for the most part, it's not a huge difference between the two. So if the one works, the other one will just as well. Yeah, I haven't heard anyone say anything either way, you know. And um, and also we should bring up too that a lot of people are always asking for this this thing that occurred a while ago called the DMS mod, capital D, capital M, and capital S. Yep. And that's something that really was never a thing. But for some reason, it got around the, you know, the forums and the circles where it's like everyone's asking for this DMS modded ear pad, which really was nothing more than uh, uh, DMS opening up an existing ear pad, shaving off like two millimeters of foam on one side and closing it back up, you know, which made it smaller on the top part of the ear pad, which, you know, we had a couple people here and there who was, didn't really like the feel of the, at the temple area. So he modded a ear pad to make it feel better. I think for himself originally. Yeah. Yeah. And then for some reason. It was New York. He brought it with him. Oh, was it? Yeah, it figures. So yeah. a couple people just kind of jumped on that one. And today, even though it doesn't exist, the DMS mod, do let me say it again. The DMS mod doesn't exist. But even though this thing really never was a thing, everyone seems to be asking for it. Because I think rumors got spread that, oh, it sounded better and the bass was better. Or well, I don't know what the difference, you know what I mean? It was. Yeah, it doesn't measure any different. Yeah. It doesn't sound different. Yeah. It's literally the exact same ear pad. It was a fit thing. With a little bit of foam cut out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't change a whole lot sonically. No. It's it's all about the fit. Yeah. So if you don't have fit issues, it doesn't provide any advantage whatsoever. Yeah. I know. But everyone seemed to think that it was something to get because people mentioned it. 
And yeah, but anyway, just just so we clear that up, so we don't have to hopefully avoid the going forward the confusion is there's no DMS mod. <laughs> and, but to, 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 but to add to that, these new pads though are definitely more comfy. And so if the DMS mod was something you were thinking about in the back of your head that one day you're going to want with your Diana because of comfort, it's no longer a concern. We got that covered with the new pads. Anyway, we need to freaking stop babbling. Get back to work. <laughs> mm. Thanks everyone for watching us. Take care.